Hi, I'm Josh Van Valkenburg Gernert. Today I'm here with Barrett Keith of the Hard Rocker men's basketball team. Uh, thanks for joining us today, Barrett. Uh, just starting out, kind of talk a little bit about, you know, you just mentioned you were originally born in Memphis, and then you kind of moved to Colorado Springs when you were younger. Talk about your life growing up there, you know, any siblings and your just family life. Yeah, so I was born in Memphis, Tennessee. I uh, moved to Colorado Springs when I was about four or five years old. Um, I am my only child, so it's just me. Um, do have a dog, which is kind of a silly in itself a little bit. Um, and then after that, just kind of moved around after that. Sure. So uh, without any siblings, what kind of uh, grew your competitiveness growing up? What initially drew you into sports? Probably just the the fun that basketball brought me. Um, you know, winning at the end of the basketball game or losing, it kind of drove me to want to win again or, you know, just kind of keep going with it. And that was a fun aspect of it, just winning or even just competing against others and meeting new other um, people as well. Sure. So did you start playing at a pretty young age? What initially got you into it? Yeah. So my dad put me into playing basketball in third grade. Um, then I didn't really play club until sixth grade competitively. So that was like travel team going to different places, you know, whether it be in Denver or going to Vegas each summer, um, things like that. And that's when I really got serious about it and then just kind of grew from there going to high school sure and then uh, were you pretty solely focused on basketball or like the whole time or did you play some other sports as well yeah i played you know church league you know soccer and um baseball that kind of stuff when i was younger but um baseball or not baseball and basketball was the main focus all the way from basically sixth grade forward sure so you just knew you loved basketball and didn't want to didn't want to obviously I know traveling basketball is kind of its own sport so that takes a lot of time outside of also playing high school I'm assuming you probably played AAU or whatever the equivalent yeah. is over there right yeah I played AAU then played high school um, then even played you know national basketball in my high school um, whether it be prep school or just the public school that I went to sure uh, what kind of success did you have you know um, both in the AAU or club, and then at the high school level individually and as a team? Yeah, AAU, um, we always went to Vegas and always had a pretty good outing. Um, you know, I think it's more of a team success thing. Um, a lot of guys we had, my team got offers and interest, uh, which is awesome to see, you know, being around and being involved with those guys. Um, then more from like high school aspect, uh, my senior year in high school, we went 27-5 playing a national schedule. Um, that was playing, you know, Bella Vista, um, Finley Prep, you know, all these big-time teams um, out there on the West Coast, um, AZ Commerce Prep. And that was probably the big thing is, you know, winning those big key games um, then ultimately getting a scholarship offer from playing those big-time games. So, <laughs> Yeah, how much different is it, you know, you went to a prep school, how much different is that compared to maybe the regular experience of just going to a standard high school? Yeah, there's a big difference. <laughs> um, so there's a lot more basketball involved. Um, it's going to be a lot tougher on you, um, probably mentally and physically than say a public school or a private school, um, which you have at home. Um, but you know, everyone, these prep schools are next level guys. And then you're always going to be going against that next level competition when you're at that theoretically lower level. Yeah. I'm sure you played a lot of guys who are playing D1 now, probably a lot of guys who maybe even pro players. Yeah, my sophomore year I started, I went to, that was my first year of prep school in uh, South Carolina, and we were playing JUCOs right off the bat. You know, I'm 16 years old, you know, playing JUCO guys, so it was, it was interesting. Definitely a challenge.
Yeah, now what was your, I know you didn't initially come to South Dakota Mines, what was your kind of recruiting process like out of prep school? Yeah, so my fresh, my senior year, um, kind of got injured and had some D1 interest and kind of lost that and then had kind of came back from it, had some interest for some Patriot Leagues and some other D1s and, um, you know, one thing happened for another reason, you know, either the coach gets fired or whatever may happen. Um, and then my last game of my senior year, we we're actually playing in Escondido, California, and we're playing a tournament there. And my then next year head coach, um, Coach Brad Barbrick, who was the head coach of Concordia Portland my freshman year, um, saw me play and started talking with him. And thought that was the best fit for me at the time. And, you know, just went for it. And he was growing a program that was D2 that had originally been NEI. So it was it was a good move for me, I thought, to go from prep school to that level. Sure. And then what, um, I mean, what happened there that made you think, you know, this just isn't the right fit or whatever happened drew you to initially looking to transfer or looking to move elsewhere? Right. Yeah. The unfortunate thing was when I was at Concordia Portland, it was actually permanently shut down. Oh. My uh, sophomore year, they announced February 10th. Um, they were going to shut down the school permanently at the end of that semester. And then when that day hit, February 10th, they put us all into the transfer portal from, you know, every athlete at the school was in the portal that day. Um, the next day, Coach T contacted me and, you know, started talking to him and, um, you know, started learning more about School of Mines and what it had to offer. And I had some other offers, you know, in North Dakota and South Dakota and different schools. And ultimately, I liked the Black Hills, liked what the school could offer me, and also basketball as well. Sure. So uh, you mentioned having some other offers. Were you able to visit campus at, you know, a bunch of different places? If so, what, when you got to campus, what kind of made you realize, oh, this is the place that I want to be at? Yeah, unfortunately, I didn't get to visit. I was during the whole COVID lockdown um, pandemic thing going on. So I wasn't able to visit, um, but I did get to visit virtually. Sure. <laughs> so that was an experience sure. um, via Zoom. So it was nice to see it. But then after my visit, um, actually before my visit, actually we came up here in May and looked around Rapid City, um, went to Mount Rushmore, did some things. That was the first time I've ever been to South Dakota um, in May. So so what what is your... What's that timeline then? Is this your first year here? Is this your second year here? This is my second year here. So okay. theoretically, this is my senior year. But really, you're still like a redshirt freshman right. athletically, yeah, right? Yeah, my freshman year Concordia redshirted, then um, my sophomore year. year. Uh, well, my sophomore year actually got injured. Okay. I got a mega redshirt, had foot surgery, um, and then last year was a COVID year, obviously. And then this year is my first year of actually using some eligibility up so. so you're gonna get out of here with like a master's maybe even more than a master's when you're, when you're done that's the goal hopefully yeah um so just t- obviously you haven't gotten a ton of playing time this year but what's it been like to you know just i've heard from some other guys how close this team is what has it been like to you know grow and develop with this team it's awesome, you know. All the guys are close. We always hang out outside of basketball, so it's cool to experience, you know, the, even the ups and downs. You know, whether it be in practice or games, and um, you know, it's good to experience with them because we're all growing at the same time from those different experiences. And those are experiences we're going to carry with us for the rest of our lives. And I'm also just making lifelong friends too, um, which is really awesome to have. 
Sure. Um, I know you're a business management and tech major, right? What has that kind of been like? Was that something you knew you would be interested in before you even kind of came to South Dakota Mines? No, actually, when I first came, I was industrial engineering. Uh, yeah. but I was like, this could be cool, industrial and in- being an engineer. That sounds awesome. Um, and then just didn't really feel like the right fit for me. Sure. Um, being a business major at Concordia, I just kind of felt right to continue that, um, being being it. Um, and it kind of goes back in my business a little bit with the degree field, um, working with sales and that sort of thing. And it just felt the best fit and overall opportunity for me once I graduate. Sure. Uh, you kind of just mentioned your business a little bit. That's obviously really unique, especially at a school like this. You're so busy with the academic side, playing basketball. How how did the initial idea come? First, tell us a little bit about your business, and then how did that initial idea come? Okay. Yeah, so the name of the business is Rapid Power Boxes, and it's an LLC here in the state of South Dakota. Um, so basically what we do is build 12-volt power systems. Um, we use 12-volt batteries, little fish finder batteries, um, shell cam batteries, and we just put them in the ammo boxes and wire them up for um, 5-volt accessories or 12-volt accessories for like fish finders, um, cell phones, tablets, computers, televisions, um, different needs that people have in the outdoors or even just during power outages at home. Um, they also do a 3D printing department where we do glow cups for charging UV lighted jigs for nice fishing, ice fishing, um, and for speed loaders for popular handguns. Um, they were also working on some different ice fishing studies, like some rattle reels and rod holders and different things like that. So how, where did, you know, what initially, obviously there's a lot of planning that goes into and development of those products and stuff. So what, when did that initially start to come for you? And just how have you been able to develop that? Yeah, so when I went home for Christmas last year, I went home and kind of got on a kick of solar, which is a little, it was strange. And then I kind of came back on YouTube and started doing a whole bunch of research on wiring and batteries and all this kind of stuff. And that's basically where I built my first power box. It was sitting on the couch in the coffee table in our apartment last year. Um, that's where I got the idea and, you know, I sold three or four of them on Facebook Marketplace within, you know, a week or two and it just kind of went from there. Sure. It was just kind of shocking at first. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, of- that's, pr- I mean, it's a pretty unique idea. It's pretty, and obviously you're in a great area for something like that with all the outdoors. Was that kind of something that, are you an outdoorsy guy to begin with? Is that kind of what you kind of knew these things were maybe needed pro- products for that type of activity yeah, i'm definitely an outdoors kind of guy i like snowboarding and going snowmobiling and things like that never really gotten like ice fishing or anything like that but i plan on going this year um, which is going to be a, quite the experience um but i know definitely it was a great area did some market research once i kind of got going and you know north dakota canada um minnesota iowa i'm um, even you know west river south coast starting to grow and um in that outdoor industry of ice fishing and as well as uh, wyoming um, I just feel like, you know, there's a market for it, there's a niche for it, and that's when I filed the LLC paperwork and started a website and started going from there. Sure, and this has pretty much been all you. Have you had any help? Have you, like, even when you were maybe just in the thought process of doing it? Yeah, so when I first started doing it, um, it was kind of by myself, and then I needed some help, <laughs> and then I kind of reached out to the Office of Economic Development here on campus. Okay. Um, and Joseph, he's a great guy to get to know. Um, so he helped me um, kind of get that stuff rolling. Then also Dr. A, she helped me with my sales tax info. 
um, and how to go through that with the Department of Revenue and state of South Dakota and basically all the legal stuff. That was a hard part for me getting going. Sure. Um, then after a while, like this past summer is when I hired my first employee. Um, he's actually a double E major here at School of Mines too. Um, he runs kind of three printing department and makes sure those are kind of you know working on a daily basis sure, and getting sure. the products cleaned up and built. Um, and then also my mom and dad, they kind of help too as well, getting packages out on time and orders and everything like that. Sure, yeah. I think it's pretty awesome that you're able to, I mean, I could never even think about doing something like this. So the fact that you're <laughs> able to do this along with playing basketball plus at the school is pretty impressive. Um, just kind of, you know... How are you able to balance all of that? You know, I know, I know this is a really rigorous school, plus basketball. How do you balance that with trying to also grow and develop your company? Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> uh, you got to be really good at time management. That was the biggest thing um, that I kind of stressed to myself going into this year. Just going to be my first year of ice fishing season and going to be really busy with that. Um, so, you know, whether it be working ahead on the weekends and getting some stuff knocked out before the actual week starts, um, then you have time to, you know, get orders filled and um, package them and take them to the post office or go to UPS. And you just have to be really good with time management. That's the best thing. Um, and just doing stuff ahead of time before it pops up on you. Because there's been a couple times that stuff will pop up on you. I'll be up till 12 or 1 in the morning doing homework. And then the next morning I get up, you know, 5 for practice the next morning. And, <laughs> you know, it... it it's tough. That's the best word to describe it. But you just get through it, and you just gotta grind. And that's the thing about the school is you gotta grind. Yeah, so. yeah. So uh, obviously, there's something in there that's it's got to be worth, you know, that grind too. So what do you think is the most rewarding, whether it be between the business, the basketball, or the academic side? Probably relationships that build. Uh, like my business, I've created relationships I would have never had if I hadn't started it. Um, even I would have never met. You know, Dr. A would have never met Joseph here on campus, would have never met some other individuals, even my own employee I would have never met. Um, even basketball, I would have never met the guys on the team if I wasn't playing basketball. Um, you know, a lot of those guys on the team are always there for me, always help me out, you know, whether it be homework, um, if I'm going through something, you know, personal, uh, they're always there to help me out, um, pick me up and get me going again. So probably the relationship is probably the most rewarding thing. Sure, sure. Uh Last question I have for you is just kind of going forward. Obviously, you already have a business. So do you think long-term is your plan to make that business, you know, your kind of full-time thing? Or is there something maybe you're looking to do once you graduate? Yeah, that's a plan. Um, I'd love to stay in the outdoor industry. Um, and I've kind of been having plans of developing a 12-volt battery company, lithium battery company. Um, they kind of, you know, sort of parent company to what i got going now. Um, so I'd love to get involved in that and you know, it just kind of takes time and you know a lot of research a lot of development a lot of market research and us, you know, just getting it going. That's the hard part um, So that's my plan to kind of keep this going um, If there's a job that arrives, I just can't say no to I definitely do it um, Whatever you sales or you know some sort of corporate position. I definitely be open to that as well But your plan is probably to keep the business going on the yeah. side as long as you can even if you do get a full-time yeah. job For sure. Yeah, even if I have a full-time job, I'm still gonna try to keep RPB going as strong and long as possible. Sure. Uh, just anything you want to promote? You know, do you have a website where people can go and buy your stuff or anything like that? Yeah, you can actually go on www.rapidpowerboxes.com. 
boxes.com and boxes b-o-x-e-s um then we have the website on there we also have an ebay store as well um that you can go on there you can buy our glow cups if um if you're a big ebay guy or person um and then we're also trying to start selling on amazon as well um, we are in a couple of retail stores across the midwest and also in the south and on a couple of other um, online e-commerce websites as well that you can find our products on as well all right, great. Uh, unless you have anything else to add, I don't have any more questions for you. Yeah, no, I appreciate you having me on.